My name is Jablani Masilela and welcome to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Now I'm a firm believer that whatever social ills or injustices that you see in your very own nation, country, community, society, be it church, workplace or otherwise, that you ought to be that very change. You ought to be that quintessential example of the very change that you desire to see in your community. Now on this podcast you will learn not only from myself but various guests as well who are being about that change, who are the advocates of that very change they wish to see in their living space. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to our basically our second episode in this new year of 2021. Oh boy oh boy what a year it has been 2020 and I'm sure a lot of us want to put it behind us and just look forward and we have today a really special guest before I even say her name she is a mother a sister a daughter and among other things she is a water and sanitation scientist now I don't know about you but I don't know many water and sanitation scientists. In fact, I just learned of it recently because it's something that I was not familiar with. I know there's scientists in the world of one kind or another, but one of water and sanitation I wasn't aware. She is currently concentrating on water, but sanitation cannot be separated with water. So basically both of them go together she started her journey as a scientist in 2012 in at the university of limpopo ladies and gentlemen murendeni mamba welcome my lady how are you i'm very great how are you i'm fantastic thank you i'm going to ask you to kind of speak up a little bit okay so that our viewers our guests can get the best quality of sound so that they can hear us okay yeah all right so tell us how can we change the world through water that is the subject matter at hand here but before perhaps we go into that perhaps maybe you wanted to give your own few words background and introduction of yourself if you don't mind thank you so much for the opportunity i'm so grateful for this opportunity given um as you said my name is amoreni mamba hope i'm originally from limpopo so i studied water and sanitation so as i was studying water and sanitation i got to meet um professor morawzi patwani so he's the one person who exposed me to the world standard of water and sanitation. So at that time I was still a student. So he he gave me an overview of what is happening in other countries regarding water and sanitation and that standard in water and, and, and sanitation department. So I was at at the university just studying because I was studying but as he came in I got to expose to uh, other parts of the of the world and how they do their things and how they they handle water and sanitation. 
So that that is how I started to be very interested in in water and sanitation. So, for instance, um, in one of the uh, Korean countries, I found out because of uh, how they handle their water and how they use their water, they have uh, healthier bodies and a longer lifespan compared to us in Africa who uses water for infant flushing down the toilet. So um, that is how I, I, I was triggered to be, to be very much interested and to discover a lot of things in, in water and sanitation. Hmm. Wow, that's a, that's a very interesting one. And you know, I know you have shared with me like earlier off offline that there's actually a way that we can use water you know to change the world right and basically according to your understanding and I know you have all close to a decade of experience in this field correct yes. yeah so I wanted to find out from you you know for the purpose of educating us here what other problems does water solve in society besides what we know? What other problems can water solve? And especially based on your wealth of experience and what you've been exposed to. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, today, uh, we have so many problems that uh, water can solve. But today, I'm going to speak only one aspect of it. So um, I'm going to talk about water and sanitation, which is the, the wet sanitation system that we currently use in South Africa or rather in, in Africa as a whole. So we currently use the, the wet sanitation system, which is the flushing toilet. So what it does is that we have this precious resource, which is cold water. We do not have any replacement for water. So if we run out of water or if we contaminate all our water bodies, it means that we are not going to have any replacement. And you must remember, we are 70% water. Our bodies are just 70% water. So we are practically water. So this one resource that we have, which is water, we should protect it. Protecting it is to stop mixing water and, and feces. Because now there are other sanitation systems that we can use that will protect our water. Remember in the flight that we, we, we flushed down the toilet with, with, uh, with the water, we are sitting on a gold mine. Because remember the flight that we, we flush it down can be used for, for many purposes that can eradicate poverty in our country. For instance, we can decontaminate the starch using the dry sanitation system is the new technologies that are used for for a way of sanitation that protects the water resources. It means that we can decontaminate the sludge and use it for agriculture, for a suitable agriculture. We can use the, the sanitation that separates feces uh, and urine and we have as the urine, use it for uh, agriculture. The sludge can also be used for building buildings for uh, construction and, and, and things like that. 
So you, we understand that we are sitting on a gold mine by mixing water and sludge. It doesn't make sense because what happens is water goes to the treatment plant. After we splice down the water with our feces, it goes to wastewater treatment plant. So when it okay. gets there, they treat the water and then it goes back again to the river only to come back to our tap so we can drink it again. So it doesn't make sense for us to take the weapon which is feces and put it in our water because it affects our health, it affects our lifespan. Our lifespans are halved because of the quality of water that we put in our bodies. Every time when we walk around and see the, the water bodies that are not dirty, that, that are dirty, it's a reflection of what is happening in our own bodies. So it also affects our health. It affects our health. In a, in a, it has a very big impact. Water has a very big impact on our health. So um, I really do advocate that we use the, the, the dry sanitation system for 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 way of as a way of sanitation and we only use water for drinking in that way it means that our water bodies will be more clean it won't be contaminated with with uh with feces because there are 90 percent chances that when you drink water from the tap you are drinking water that is contaminated with human feces and remember that feces from other people that you don't even know what they they take maybe they're on chronic um chronic treatment so sometimes you might be you you might also be on treatment without realizing that i am on treatment because you're getting that treatment there are some percentage that you get from the field of the people that are are drinking so what happened is that if someone is um taking a chronic uh, a chronic pill or something, the remainder goes to, to, to the waste, to that human waste or the, the urine. So it's mixed with water. So when it goes for treatment plants, those pills sometimes they are not being treated properly to a point where it's, it's also safe for you to drink. So when you drink that water, and another misconception is that clear water, it means it's clean water. Clear water doesn't mean that the water is clean. Clear water don't mean that the water is clean. It can contain a lot of things, a lot of impurities in it. So when we drink, we might be drinking water without even realizing that you are taking a treatment for maybe high blood pressure or you're taking a treatment for something that you you do not even have. So it affects the health of a person. It affects your, your your the overall health because you are taking in impurities in your body. Hmm. That's how you get to 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 be sick or we, we get to have a very sick nation. People are always complaining, I have a headache, I have this, I have that because of the quality of water that we drink. Okay. So as I was going to be exposed to the to the world standard, I realized that it was back in twenty fourteen. Uh, there's this uh, Korean country that uh, that released and uh, and and, and they, they released uh, what is a report to say that 
in in the in the hospital they do not have many people who are sick rather they have many people who came there because they are injured or they have they are going for labor or things like that so it's because of the quality of water that they are drinking in that country because they do not use water to flush they do not mix the weapon and the precious thing with the which is which is water Mm, so in other words if i'm understanding you correctly you're saying that the quality of water can improve if not prolong the lifespan of humans absolutely hmm, that's very absolutely. interesting so perhaps you know i you've said a lot you know you've said a mouthful here and there's a lot of interesting points and aspects that you've put across one of which has just raised the follow-up question that I have. You know, for the purpose of making it very simple, you know, for even a child to understand that, fine, the current system that we have in our country or in perhaps many various other parts of the world that they use to purify water, what, what can be done rather to kind of use the way that you've suggested in purifying water, what are some of the ways that can be used, you know, practical ways that perhaps the government can use, or even yourself as a, as a, as a water and sanitation scientist that you can try and, you know, be about that change that you want to see?
agricultural people, there are some certain uh, crops that we can we cannot use the, the human waste, but there are many that mm. we can use the human waste. So okay. in using that, in remember everything is uh, is developing. So we must also develop our way of sanitation. Better sanitation doesn't mean that we have to use water to splash this. Better sanitation, it means that we must gain something from it. We must get something from 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 sanitation because we can create jobs. We can make sure that our water bodies are clean. We can make sure that all the all the dams we do not have sludge in them because right now we are sitting with the dams that have um, lots and lots of amounts of 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 sludge and that is that sludge is, is human waste and remember. Uh, if we are using the same same water bodies to supply us with, with drinking water, it doesn't really make sense. So my suggestion or something that I do as a, as a water and sanitation scientist is to advocate for the use of dry sanitation system. We can go back. If, if you have um, a land or a house that is flat, we can always go back to the way that we used to, to to use our sanitation like back in the days. But right now, the only difference is that it will be an advanced dry sanitation system. Mm, okay. Well, that's, now that is very interesting. So two questions that I have for you, very simply put. Number one, how practical is this dry sanitation system? And what I mean by that is... Is it cost-effective? Is it something that can be implemented at a large scale? And second question is, do you currently know of any facility within our country, within South Africa, that is using that dry sanitation uh, system? Whether it be at an, in a residential space or commercial building, it doesn't matter. Do you know of any currently that are using that system? Okay, thank you so much. Um, I would like to say that the dry sanitation system is very practical because in other developed countries, they're already using it. Remember I said that uh, in, uh, in, in, in Korean countries, they are using, they're already using the dry sanitation system. Okay. So when I read through the history of sanitation or in on how it came about and things like that. So I've got to find out that uh, people who, go, who came in and introduced, remember we didn't have the wet sanitation system before. So people who came in and introduced this wet sanitation system in their countries, they realized that that system is not working for them. So they had to change the system and they installed the dry sanitation system that, um, more more effective and also protects the, the health of human beings because everything that has to do with human beings is water. Everything that we are is water. So they were trying to protect the, 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 the health of human beings. So it is very practical for us to install the dry sanitation system. Yes, the initial amount of installation mm-hmm. and and things like that it's expensive, but in the long run, 
comparing the two, I think it's much better we go into into dry sanitation system because in the long run, it will be cost effective. Even though the initial amount of installation and things like that is very, it's very, um, it's very costly. So um, that that's the first question that you okay. asked me, and the second question you said. Or oh. do I know any institution here in Essa? Okay, yes. what happened is that Essa was working with um, with Trevor Malzi. He with Professor Malzi. He tried to to introduce the system in 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 South Africa. And I think that South Africa is the best country. It's a very appropriate country to install those systems because. Um, uh, compared to the world, um, the rainfall, we have uh, less than half annual rainfall in an average, which is 400, and the world standard and the world average uh, rainfall annually is close to 800. So we are a semi arid country. So it's very practical for us to use dry sanitation system because we have. We don't have much water in South Africa. We have water, but compared to the population that we have, we do not have much water that can accommodate everyone. Mm-hmm. Hence, that we are using systems to clean this water, and it's also it's, it's also costing money. It's, it's, there, there is a lot of cost involved in in treating water in transporting water that is dated to the treatment plants and things like that. We also use electricity for it and, and things like that. So I think it's, 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 it's very, it, it can be very effective in our country looking at the, at the semi-arid situation that we're in and the current water that we have in, in South Africa. Remember, we do not get any other water from the atmosphere the water system is a closed system. So every water that we, when it rains, when it's um, it raining, we are not getting any new waters. We are still using the same water. It's just that it's a natural cycle. So if it's sitting at 400, it will be 400 for many years. And then we are still contaminating that liquid water that we have. So we will be left only with the contaminated water and we won't, we won't have uh, water for drinking. Hmm, okay. Well, I think I, I get a sense that the, yes, like you've pointed out that the way the installation of it initially, you know, would be quite costly, but in the long run, it would uh, be very cost effective because yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, the amount of rainfall that we have, you know, is not sufficient to, you know, supply all of South Africa. We know at some point at some stage that Cape Town had water issues and even some various other parts of the country intermittently. So keep on having water issues, short, you know, a water supply shortage. And so... Yeah, so, but then do you know of any facility or apartment building anywhere in South Africa that is currently using this system? Are you aware of any at this point in time? In town, I I know that they have, they have imported some, trying to install them, but then... Um, 
right now that the effectiveness of the system, I I I, I haven't had a, a follow up on it. But in twenty in twenty sixteen, I think twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, I was part of this um, international organization where we were trying to find solutions for Africa and and in sanitation and to bring back the the dignity of Africans through uh, the use or the proper use of sanitation. So there are some facilities like in, in schools that they use the dry sanitation systems that I'm, that I'm talking about, even though they are not advanced as the ones that are that can be installed in, in buildings or in, in flats and things like mm-hmm. that. So okay. there are some facilities that use that, but they do not um, use it to a point where they they contaminate the the, the sludge for other uses or harvest the the urine for other uses like the agricultures. Mm, okay, so there are currently uh, certain places, if you will, that are using that in our country right now. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a that's a very interesting uh, train of thought there, and so. But otherwise, um, maybe another question I, I have to ask, you know, to you that you may please share with us is what life-changing personal experience have you had in your journey, you know, as a water and sanitation scientist? Okay. Thank you so much for the question. Uh, as I was walking through this journey of being a water and sanitation scientist, there's one thing that I discovered, I would say that I discovered it by an accident, you know. So I, I realized that as, as you reinstate the original state of water, remember when water comes down from the pipe of the treatment plant to the tap, when it gets to the tap, its molecular structure is disturbed. So when it disturbs, it means that the water is dead. So I discovered that water is actually a living and water is a living thing. So if we change the molecular structure of the water, we can actually heal our bodies. So now that's the work that I do. I do change the, the molecular structure of the water so that we can heal our bodies. So whatever we intake, in our body, it's not all about it. it it's about the quality and also the the molecular structure of water because the molecular structure of water changes each and every time, and water carries energies. So all the energies that the water carries, it goes into our body. So it's very important that before we do that, before we we drink water, we change the molecular structure of of the water. So that's a very secret uh, thing that I do. I do help people to get the water into uh, original, closest to nature structure of water. Changing the molecular structure of water really can heal the body and the mind. Remember, the mind, uh, water also affects the mind. So how you think it is determined by the water that you drink, the water that you intake, it determines the, the health of your mind, the health of your of your of your body. In the research we found that we find out that uh, people who drink uh, 
who drink contaminated water. They have they, they get angry too fast. So I was fascinated to know more about it, to know how 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 does this thing happen? How does it happen? So when when, when we, we study water and sanitation we also study how the the sanitation and water affect all other countries in Africa and the way they behave in that country. So um, that's why I, I got fascinated and to know a lot about water beyond that I I find that, that water is a living thing and we can use water to heal our bodies. Sometimes the doctors will say drink water, drink a lot of water but you don't see any change in your body and you ask yourself why can, can't I say, see any changes in my body? It's because of the molecular structure of the water is dead. It's not uh, suitable for you to drink. So we changed the molecular structure of water. I found out that by accident under the microscope when I saw that the water that is dull, the molecular structure is different from the water that is uh, on the other side. So um, that is the life-changing thing for me because I started off by I don't want this water to be contaminated only to find that as I go step further, it means that water can heal our bodies and water can improve our health and it can also give us a, a longer lifespan compared to, to drinking water that has impurities. So remember that um, the only thing that is very tricky about water is that sometimes it looks clear and you think this, is, yes. this water is clean. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's clean. It means that this is water. Sometimes we we get water that is very clear and very clean, and only to find that it's very contaminated. It's very much contaminated. So um, that is the only trick with water. So um, water can be changed the, the the molecular structure, and you change everything about water to go back to its original state to go back into very natural, close to natural state as it was when it comes from uh, the water, natural water bodies and, and, and things like that. So mm. for me, that was an aha moment when I when I found that, I think it was in 2017. Wow. No, thank you for sharing that. That's, uh, that sounds like a very you know special experience that you had now I have to ask you this before we let you go. Someone who might be listening on here, Mrendeni, might be thinking, okay, here's Mrendeni. She's telling us about how water is contaminated and we shouldn't be drinking this water. And so what practical advice can you give to such a person? Because they might also be thinking, hey, is she suggesting that we buy our water every time, all the time, and just get bottled water? You you, mm-hmm. you, you, you get what I'm saying? Yes. So, yeah, so how do you then advise such a person? And maybe in addition to that, what type of water do you drink? Do you drink water from the tap or, or do you treat your water? How do you go about drinking your water? Okay. Um, there is two practical things that, uh, two practical solutions that I will give. The first thing 
we know that sometimes the economy is not really good and uh, it doesn't allow us to always buy water every time and things like that. So the first thing first that I would do is that, um, that I would say is that boil your water. If you get water from the tap, boil it just to reduce the number of, uh, of bacteria that are inside the water. I know that there are some viruses that are so stubborn that they don't die in 100 degrees. So it's much, it's much better to boil it and then maybe you can store it anywhere and then you drink it. Drinking water straight from the tap, I would not advise anyone to do it. So if you cannot um, boil it, then you buy your water, you buy your bottled water and then you know that, okay, this is where this water is coming from. Because it also matters where does the water comes from. Is it coming from the natural body? Is, com- is it coming from the aquifer? Or why is, where is it coming from? You must also know where is it coming from. So you can therefore drink it. So you buy your water, you drink, drinking water from the tap. I think it's very much risky from my own understanding. I think it's it's very, very risky. So buying water is much better. You can also boil your water and then you drink your water. So uh, that is that is the advice. So the water that I drink, I drink from a natural spring. Mm. So I get water from the natural spring. The water that I buy is from a natural spring. And I am also going to launch a company called uh, Fed Hope Waters that will also be selling water that has a chain molecular structure so that we can all drink <laughs> uh, wow. water. Hopefully I can be first in line to get that water, More. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> wow, Most that, definitely. Yeah, that's very interesting. So this has been very educational It has certainly opened my eyes and I'm sure a lot of us listening here, there's something to take away for everyone here. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I think I am definitely going to take you up on that and just boiling my water, you know, and occasionally, yes, I do buy water, but it's not a frequent thing. So I will try and I will boil my water. I want to just kind of pay attention to what happens to my body, whether there are any, you know, like any changes, you know, that I can feel, you know, I'll, I'll definitely, you know, take you up on that. So thank you once again, Murendeni for joining us. And I think it would be great for us to have you again, to just discuss perhaps a different facet, something that you feel we did not cover in this particular conversation, in this particular interview that we can possibly, you know, uh, further discuss on. You know, is that something that would pique your interest? Yes, most definitely. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, in definitely. Water and sanitation. Most definitely. Yeah, no, thank you so much. So, before. You um before we let you go, I know you're a very busy woman. You know, I mean, you're a water and sanitation um, scientist, so I'd like to believe that you have a busy schedule. So, where can people 
get in touch with you? How and where? You can give us those details right now, please. Okay, you can get in touch with me on my cell phone, which is 071-57-266-97. Or you can get me on my email at morengenimamba at gmail.com. Or you can get me on Instagram, which is morengenihope. Okay, wonderful. So, because we have an international audience here, for those of you listening on here who are outside South Africa, that South African number that she just gave out, just add a plus two seven and remove the zero at the beginning. So, you just add a plus two seven and you dial the rest of the number without the zero, and you should be able to get through and get in touch with her. And also, on your on the various platforms that you listen on you listen to the podcast whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts and so on and so forth you can always just check the information and the details given on the episode if you per- perhaps maybe didn't catch the contact details you can find them there as well Murendeni thank you so much we look forward to having you back again very soon Thank you so much. I'm Jablan and you've been listening to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate this podcast, and also to leave us a review and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Jabu underscore coach and on Facebook at Jablani C. Masilela. Thank you for listening.